So my name is Ashley Kina, and I'm the relocation director here at Century 21 Beggins. And my, my partner. I'm Jay Diener, and I am in South Tampa. I'm the sales manager there. And uh, I also sell, and I'm also the manager there. Awesome. So I was going to go ahead and share my screen, I believe. Yes. And um, Joe and I are going to go through a few things and, and explain what we do and how we can help you make a lot of money. We're here to talk about the experience. You know, the, the amazing part of this is the fact that we are dealing in the largest transaction that these people will have in their lifetime. So, and we're dealing with it. And, you know, it's, it's amazing and um, it, it, it's rewarding to help people find what they need what in their home and you know it's amazing we get to meet new friends and make new friends and i have many clients that have become very good friends so make new friends and keep them it's the whole name of the game yeah okay so we tech right now it's century 21 beckons relocation we want to um kind of explain that to you okay so basically we work with different programs okay when you hear me say affinity or corporate clients there's, a, there's little things to that, and I just want you all to know that you are avail you can um, work those clients if that happens, and we'll get into that in a little bit as well. Um, we work with people, um, even though relocation sounds like you have to move across the country, we work with people that are moving across the street, country, and the world. So please um, utilize these programs uh, to your benefit. Big deal here, guys, all, re, um, all referrals are gonna be placed through the relocation department, okay? So you do not have to go out and, oh, that's what I meant to do. You do not have to go out and research um, Bob and Jane from Virginia and hope that their profile is up to date and true and that they're full-time agents at the whole nine yards. So, and, um, and we'll get into that as, as well in a moment. And then also, um, we don't need to get into the, increase on all that stuff. Okay, what is an outgoing referral, Joe? An outgoing referral is when I have someone here in Tampa who wants to move to South Carolina. And, I, and it's very easy. I go on and click the referral and send it over to Ashley and said, these dear friends of mine are moving to South Carolina. And the network has um, vetted these agents and so Ashley then gets a hold of the director from the other um, uh, area, and we set up we set up somebody. No, it's awesome. And now we have a new um, app, and I'm going to actually share that with everybody at the end of this presentation, mm -hmm. Joe. So let's um, remind me to do that, that everybody so that everybody can download it now. It's awesome. So what mm -hmm. you do is I've got somebody moving to San Diego. I am going to say, um, you're gonna put the client information in, check out the agents, look at their bios, see if you want, if you need somebody that speaks Spanish or um, the number of years that they have been in and you click that person and you direct contact to them and it's awesome. So that way um, you're not, you know, maybe at, at, God forbid I'm at a grocery store with my mask on and <laughs> on a Sunday afternoon and you needed it immediately, you can reach that agent immediately. So it's not waiting on me. It's not waiting on the other relocation right. department and it goes directly to them. And it's, we've had some really good success. It's just going to get better mm -hmm. and better guys. So I'm going to, I'm going to show you how to, um, after Joe talks, I'm going to show you at the very end 
and we're all going to download the app together. It's going to be awesome and easy. Okay. So yeah, so um, I do want to make sure uh, we do have these cute little things uh, that is available to you as well as we, we also have scripting. So all it's really going to take is you to copy and paste to remind your friends and family that you can help them anywhere. Right. And even if somebody is not in Florida, maybe your aunt from Virginia is moving to California, you can help them on both sides. If we're not talking about this, you guys are leaving money on the table for sure. You've earned this real estate license and let's use it. I was going to say, Ashley, the, the one reason we do this is we're making money on that outgoing referral. That agent is very nice for us. They're doing all the work and they're sending us a referral feedback. It's the so most money you're going to make per minute ever, yeah. right? We're making, we're making more money. It takes like just a couple minutes to get the information and, and put them in a phone mm -hmm. or, uh, or the link that we provide. I do want to say that it is not always a Century 21 broker. Okay. So Joe understands that when you send something to me, we have this awesome network of people. And um, even if there's a Century 21 there, it's not always necessarily, um, they're not always necessarily in my network, but we have some really cool like um, partners, okay? I guess. Maybe. <laughs> oh. There we go. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, we'll talk about how we get them, right? So we already kind of discussed, I'm um, talking about, um, you know, how you have the, the conversation about it, but um, don't forget church groups, um, all your spouse's contacts, children activities, definitely your SOI. Make sure right now as you're getting all of your information set up, tell them that you can help them anywhere, especially, especially if you're a new agent um, coming in to the business for, for, um, for the first time or an agent that just moved from another state. Joe, how many times do we have somebody that moved from another state and they say, oh, I, you know, I'm having to start from scratch. Well, you're not really. You can still use your that SOI to get those outgoing referrals. And let me tell you guys, the, the best part about these um, these companies that we work with is they are vetted. They are not just an XYZ company, okay? So it is, um, they're top trained agents, extra background check. We've got a guarantee that we're gonna get paid. So if we give it to them and they close on something, we are guaranteed to get paid. So, um, so make sure you're always remembering to do that when you're talking to people, FISBOs, expireds, when you're making those phone calls, make sure you're offering a service to them as well. Because um, Joe, think about it. If, I, if you're a FISBO, do you wanna pay any money for me to list your house? No. But what if I went up to you and offered you a free service for a buy sign, the buy sign in Texas, because that's where you're moving. Would you talk I... to me a little bit? Oh yeah, definitely. And, and, and maybe soften up the relationship where I'm really trying to help him and not really uh, trying to sell his house here. Yes, absolutely. Perfect. Um, we didn't plan that. <laughs> no, actually, the other thing I wanted to, you know, sometimes there's interesting things. I had a, a client here and I sold a house and um, they're moving to Alaska and they weren't selling their home here, but they were going to buy a house in Alaska. So I got the outgoing referral for the house in Alaska, got the referral for the rental here through uh, rent solutions. And now they decided they're going to sell the house here. So I've got the listing here. So, you know, helping people along the way, they always come back to you. 
Absolutely. And I definitely suggest, like I said, the social media, we've got the, the stuff already pre-done for you. So definitely use it. Okay. Um, talking about the, the cash flow of it really quickly, Joe. So when, I, and I put this in a, the document so you can see it. Thank Basically, you. you get 21% as opposed to a regular four, um, 25%. Joe, why would you do that? More money. More money. Here's the thing, guys. These are so important to us to support our network partners as well because they support us too. It's a back and forth thing. So Craig actually does not even take a cut out of the 21%. So you actually make more money. Okay. It makes it makes the the network stronger if you're if you're doing an outgoing referral through Cardis, it's making them stronger so you can have stronger relationships in other cities. So it supports the network. Totally. And what's really cool about it is think about it. We have a 69% conversion rate as opposed to giving it to a Bob at an XYZ company. I hope there's not an XYZ company. I use that all the time. <laughs> and I'm like bashing them. <laughs> but well, you, you know, where would you, where would you start trying to find somebody in, in, let's just say, uh, Atlanta. I, I, I don't know anybody in Atlanta. So I how do. Many, well, yeah, but, but, you do, and the and the referral network has already vetted out agents in in Atlanta that can help me. You know, and a city is big, so Atlanta, you you know, you might have somebody that is really more specific to one area versus another, and they're going to know that I'm not going to know that. Absolutely, seriously, and I'm actually most of the time personal friends with these people that we use, so I can say, hey, we like you know just have that personal connection because I'm, I'm even dealing with something right now where it's all going to be worked out because of the personal connection connection. Now um, I even talked to one agent the other day that had um, spent like four hours vetting all these people, you know, and that's, so, I mean, we, you've got so much, you've got so many better things to do. Just use my link or that app and get the referral to me. And I will always do the best thing in your, your clients and your best interest. Okay. So if you're walking around away from your closing table, think about it. And um, you could be walking away from money, right? So if you said, oh, well, I don't know anybody in Nebraska, so I just sold their house here. You know, like reach out, think about it, talk about it, right? So let's go to the, okay. So average checks, we can go back and forth. You all can read, but you're going to get more money than going to do a 25% referral by yourself. Okay. So remember that. Okay, who's our partners? I might have oh. missed one. I feel like I missed one, but that's okay. Sotheby's, Better Homes and Gardens, Caldwell Banker, ERA, and then of course we've got um, us, Century 21. So these are ironically under our Realogy umbrella. You want to tell what that means, Joe? Yes, Realogy is, is um, our parent company you might say, and really everything, all these companies, Sotheby's, Better Homes, Cobalt Banker, ERA, we all are owned by Realogy as well as Cardis. So we all fall under that umbrella. It's sort of like being in a big house. We're just in different rooms. Absolutely. Like an and we're, the, we're their friends in outside markets. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> No, I have friends in here too. So oh, yeah. I know, I know. Okay, so I also send this out to you, you all as well. Um, just some suggested tag taglines for your email addresses. Just another way to say, hey, remember me if you're moving at all. So it even says Earth is covered in 75% water. We cover the rest. 
who do you know that's planning on buying or selling anywhere in the US? Let's get your stuff set up from the very beginning. Let's make sure that you've got, um, you know, got this going and you don't miss out on any opportunities at all. Good. And, and, you know, I, I mean, I have a lot on LinkedIn and Facebook and stuff, you know, we all do the social media stuff. And I happened to be visiting in Australia with my son who lived there for a part time. And I had him take, take a picture of me in Australia in front of a Century 21 uh, sign because we're in 72 countries around the world. So um, I put a, a thing on LinkedIn saying, hey, you know, here I am in Australia at a century, one of my Century 21 offices. We can help you around the world. With that, I started getting people saying, hey, I'm moving here. Can you help me? Hey, I'm moving here. And it really, I mean, it's amazing. We do an outgoing referral and here comes a check for $1,800 and here comes a check for $500. And all I did was post something on Facebook and LinkedIn and people reached out to me to help them. So. And I meant to get that picture from you. I forgot. It's, right. it's a good picture. It's, it's cool. Okay. So I'll send this out as well. And um, you can pick which one works out for you and, and tailor it to yourself. Okay, so now we're going into a different side of business. Okay, so we were thinking everything outgoing. Now we're going to be transitioning into your business here locally. And that um, that would be called the agent generated referrals. Okay, so where's my other about Laura? Oh, okay, I, I mixed up a slide real quick. Let's okay. Now we got to go back. This is going to get oh, there we go. Uh, now we're going back. Okay. So when we're talking about outgoing referrals, guys, that we had just talked about this whole time. So mom moving from California to Virginia and, all, and back and forth. Laura Maisel Wolf in a 12 month period made $19,672 extra. And she didn't have to put anybody in her car. Didn't put anybody in her car, didn't pay for pictures, didn't have to go to anybody's messy house, didn't have to deal with a roof leak, didn't have to deal with the inspections. She's, look how happy she is. She's going to get so much more Lily, <laughs> but no, but no, um, but she is a top agent with us and she truly values this, uh, the partnership as well. So that says a lot about um, outgoing referrals. Okay. Now we're going to transition back. I really <laughs> didn't mean to do that. Okay. So this is all of our business inside. Once again, inside what you are taking care of, putting people in your car, once again, going to their house, um, doing the pictures, the whole nine yards. Okay. So we're transitioning inside of our area. Now, um, AGRs are referral or agent generated referrals are referrals you're currently working with. So let's say Joe is in my car and you happen to mention about your service in the military however many years ago and, and you, you served and you, went, you were at McDill and you really liked it here. So now you're moving back from Alaska to, to Florida. And I say, oh, wow, thank you for your service, you know, and we talk about it for a minute and then I say, oh, I, you actually have the ability to be in our Realogy Military Rewards Program, okay? Hopefully you say it better than me. <laughs> I always get tongue-tied. Um, and they say, oh, really? There's a program for that? And we're, we're like, this is to serve our military members and their families. And yes, you will get cash rewards after closing, okay? Joe, what do you think about that? I think it's a wonderful idea. I like cash. Okay. So. <laughs> well, what about that other, um, and you would say, oh, my other agent that's driving me around at the same time didn't offer me that. Right. You know, this is, this is a way we can 
solidify the relationship because you're actually offering them something that other agents can't offer them. Absolutely. And especially, I would also ask if you're a Navy Federal Credit Union member. Mm -hmm. If you're a Navy Federal Credit Union member, you're like, oh, I love them. I have my car loan from them. I have this from them. And, and I was planning on getting another pre-approval because you have a pre-approval because you're in my car. Another approval through Navy Fed because I think that they've got really good products right now. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they do. Um, reach out to my friend and we'll, we'll get it set up. But that way you also get cash. So we're also doing these programs with AARP, American Airlines, Discover, Grow. Guys, if you, we also, um, Deborah Haley is doing a program with Senior Transitions as well. And they also, I believe it's a gift card for that one. But whoever it is, please reach out to us. We are definitely looking for um, getting these people um, their cash rewards. And it very, it's very likely that you will not only get that like and that trust that we always talk about, right? Um, but you're going to have that loyal customer. And that loyal customer, if the, I believe the National Association of Realtors says that if you close a deal, you should get two referrals off that, re that, that deal. So here we are just, you know, growing our business together. Ashley, someone asked if you could go back to the taglines. They wanted to take a picture of that, the tagline slide. Yes, I will. I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. And I'm also going to send that out too. So I'll give that a minute. They you are cute though. Huh? Well, I, I, I wanted to get that before we got too far away. No, no, no. That's fine. Hopefully they're good. Good. Okay, take your pictures. Okay. okay. Oh. <laughs> now I'm like moving it and they're like, oh, I just tried. Okay. Okay. So um, now these programs do give Century 21 Baggins referrals as well. And that is something called the relocation team. Okay. And that is the quote unquote A team. I didn't name it, it was already named. But um, but they they give it to us i give it to okay joe is one of my at mages so joe your phone yes. is ringing you see yes. it you see it's um navy federal calling you answer very quickly you very press your five to connect immediately and what happens then you have a referral fee right yes i have a referral fee that i have to pay to cardis and then i and but that's okay. I, I mean, there's a lot of ways to accumulate leads. Some of them, you know, some people pay a flat fee per month. The nice thing about um, the lead from Navy Federal or, or the incoming Realogy leads is we don't pay for that lead unless it closes. So, you know, we, we get a lead in it. It, it might be a, a lead that we're going to pay money on, but for some reason it doesn't close or they can't buy or whatever, we don't, we don't have to pay for that lead until it actually closes. So that's one good positive thing about that. Okay, so the whole, the whole idea of this is to make sure that we um, give them great, really great experience, right? And yes. then do you wanna go ahead and talk about your letters? Yes, yeah, so we, we'll, we'll talk, let's talk about the experience, you know. I've been in sales for probably almost 40 years now, probably a little over 40. And what I've learned over the years is the experience that that client has 
whether whether you're selling in the commercial world or you're selling, it doesn't really matter what you're selling. That experience that they have leads to more business, leads to a successful a successful um, uh, transaction. And and as realtors, we often like to control the transaction. We're control freaks in in, way, in many ways, but we you know we have to be able to. Um, communicate well with them. And in, in every relation, if you're working with a couple, one couple, you know, likes community, likes pictures, another couple likes it written out. You know, we talked about DISC in the last, in the last um, segment, and that's also about communicating. You know, we've got to communicate the way in which that personality likes. If you have a C, you know, you better be communicating in a lot of written, documentation dot the i cross the t twice if you're dealing with a d you better be giving them the reader's digest version and i you better be giving them why it's good for him and and what what's in it for him s you better be asking how they feel about where they're going and what they're doing so each personality has has a different way you're going to have to write that's why earlier they were talking about write, rewriting your profiles because you have to appeal to all those personalities. So what I've found in not only managing, but also in sales, when a deal goes sideways, it usually goes sideways because you haven't set the expectation for them and you're not communicating with them. And what do I mean by setting the expectation? Well, everything we do needs to be explained and why it's being done and how it's being done, setting the expectation. Because in the absence of us setting the expectation for the buyer, they set the expectation. Let's give an example. Uh, Mr. Client, you can reach me anytime between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. You know, I'm, I'm taking calls during that time. That's my office hours. And then you got, well, then you have, if you've never had a discussion about when you're taking calls or when you're available, then they think at 9.30 or 10 o'clock at night, you should be answering that phone. So when you don't set an expectation, they've set it for you, <laughs> okay? Their expectation is you're available at 10.30 at night. Hell, 10.30 at night, I'm already asleep. So, um, you know, that's one of those things that, um, that you really have to, have to work with. Um, setting that expectation both orally and and I use a series of letters which Ashley is talking about that I've developed over a number of years just you know here's a here is um, uh, talking about when we introduction you know when I first meet them I send them something about me and how we go about uh, looking at houses and then there's another series where after they go under contract, giving them critical dates and what we need to do during the next 10 days. And then there's one after we get done inspection. So there's a series of things that you do because it always appeals to one of those people who in the, in the relationship that there's two that likes things written. And, and sometimes it's easier if you write it down and send it to them, they can read it and then have a conversation with them after you've sent it going, hey, I sent you this letter, let's talk a little bit about it. And so, um, you know, it really does, it really does help in the, in the transaction. 
and it, it does lead to um, you know a better a better transaction, but also it enters into a better survey. All right, so because you're going to be surveyed, and you know one of the big things in that survey is how well you communicated and did you understand the process and was it clear. So <clears throat> that is kind of really an important setting that expectation. And you know what, Ashley, I want to set that expectation because I want referrals from that client that I worked with for two months. I want them to refer me to their friends and their family in order to get more business. And so if you have a high, if you set that expectation and you deliver and the, and the communication is open, and flowing all the time, you'll do well in that survey. If if not, you won't do well in the company survey. Well, what's really nice about that is it it, it tells you exactly what they were thinking, right? So oh, yeah. so um, maybe you'll think about you know talking or you know communicating some with somebody a little bit different as opposed to sending only texts. You know that's one thing that I, I hear from people all the time is they won't either pick up the phone or, you know, return my email, they'll just text me. Yeah. How do you um, address that initially when you first meet with like, for example, a buyer? How do you set that expectation? Um, you know, again, we talk about, you know, hours of operating. I, I mean, you try to explain to people that, you know, after eight o'clock at night, I need to get family stuff done and whatever. If it's an emergency, I'll certainly handle it. But there's not too many emergencies at eight o'clock at night that really can't wait till the next day, unless you're in the middle of negotiating a contract. We often kill ourselves because we're constantly um, being accessible and that's great, but it also wears you out, especially this time of year where you, know, if you're, you feel like you're on call until 11 o'clock at night. So you kind of, again, when you have that one-on-one -on -one conversation, you know, I'm available at ATA, please feel free to call me, text me, email me and explain, hey, if you email me and I'm on the road with a client, I'm probably not gonna see that until I'm done. You know, if you text me, I'll be able to see that between calls and I, and I tell them, I will answer the phone all the time unless I'm with a client or I'm on the phone, otherwise I'm going to answer. So um, everyone understands it and I think you can easily talk about that with people, but it's setting that expectation so they don't, they don't go crazy at two o'clock in the afternoon when they text or call you and you don't respond within a couple minutes that they realize you may be with somebody else and it's setting that expectation, explaining how you, know, how you wanna do, hey, we're, we're one of the few industries out there that can be reached almost all the time. All right. So um, putting a little nugget on there and say, Hey, but you know, in an emergency or we're negotiating a contract, Mr. Client, we may be talking back and forth until 10 o'clock at night to get your deal under contract. But in the normal situation, we're not going to be. But I think it's the education more than anything that helps, especially first time home buyers. Mm -hmm. or even people that have bought homes, you know, um, 10 times. Um, uh, when I was going, when we were talking about the agent generated referrals, I really was kind of going to the fact that 
Joe Diener has been amazing. You have been amazing at getting these done, right? So um, the only reason that you have so many agent generated referrals is because you helped them previously, mm -hmm. right? And they came back to you. So yeah. they came back to you and I, I'll even just share if you don't mind, you did 11 additional closings last year, mm -hmm. 11, right? Yeah. Um, just because people came back to you because you've done such a good job with the follow-up and making mm -hmm. sure um, they had a really good experience. Um, six of those were listings, which I don't even know how many buyer leads you got off the, the listings that you got. Can you tell me? Probably not. Mm, probably not. <laughs> probably not. But you know what? These listings are going fast too, right? Yeah. So yeah. Um, you had um, $3,931,490 additional in sales. Mm -hmm. That's because you, you created that ex extraordinary experience and um, they like you, trust you, and then you can keep in touch with them and they remember your name. They remember when you, you're going to call and say happy anniversary. And right. do you know, remember what that put in your pocket? Do you still have it? No, I still have it. It's in the bank. <laughs> well, and, and the big things why we're, ta why we're talking about, you know, you know, I've been in here in Tampa now for, for 12, 13 years. So I've acquired a large base here of business, but I also sold in Maryland and I still keep in touch with them. And I, you know, it's surprising. I just, somebody from my past client who I sold him a house in Maryland has moved here and I sold him a house here. So, you know, it, it it's all about keeping in contact with them. It's, and that's a whole nother part of touch points and, and how we touch and reach out to our past clients. And um, that, that's a whole nother class in itself. Well, it was an extra over $66,000. Yes. Because, to the because yeah. you are building, you, you know, you've been building, you did um, originally come from another brokerage that also mm -hmm. um, had some of these programs. But right. um, so referral fees here and there for all kinds of different things um, happen, right? So Ashley, there's, um, there's a question here. Um, can you send us a list of the rewards, what type and from whom? And that's from Esther Rodriguez. I'm not exactly sure. Esther. Esther, send me an email real quick. You've got my email. It's relocation at c21be.com. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Absolutely. So, um, so yeah, so I mean, there's all kinds of different ways to create an experience, whether it's enrolling somebody in a program, helping somebody find, um, oh, I didn't realize I was still sharing my screen. Sorry, guys. Goodness. I'm sorry. That's fine. I thought it got taken away from me, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's kind of funny. I'm glad, you brought, up, okay. I'm glad you brought up those statistics. I, 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 re I don't really... I just keep selling. I don't pay attention, honestly. I just keep writing offers and contracts. So well, $66,000. I mean, seriously, keep it coming. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I didn't want all of this stuff. But one thing I would like to bring up for everybody out there, um, think about it. There's so many different um, uh, ways that people come to us now, right? We've got the people that are tip tapping in the middle of the night, and they may... Um, need something that's a little bit different than um, somebody that you already know in your sphere, right? Because the sphere of people you already, they already like, you know, you trust you. Let's say you get a 
an op city lead, Joe, mm -hmm. and you've been working it. And then, um, I don't oh, know. This is the fun part when someone else comes in, right? Are you talking about, are you talking about double dipping? Well, I just want everybody to know, please don't double dip because we always <laughs> have to respect the source and that's it. I mean, that's the easiest way to say it. And it's short, sweet right. to the point. Uh, Op City or Zillow leads are not um, eligible for other programs, right? So it's all, they're all just different programs. So stay, stay in your lane, basically. Like if it's an Op City lead, stay with that. You can't go off and offer them other, um, like a Navy federal deal. If they yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. It isn't, we don't have to go too far into it. But I also right. just wanted to say like, especially um, taking care of these clients the way that Joe has, he's, he's put like the different rules that, uh, that some of these programs will have to update and keep track of them into his regular business. And when you do that, it creates an exceptional experience because this is all, um, all based on statistics and things that we know work, right? You know, you know, you brought up an interesting point, Ashley, the, the way to be successful in any sales business is to create the same pattern for everybody. In other words, you, you do the same thing each time. It's like, okay, when I am pending a deal, I'm pending it. And I'm also sending the information to reload. And I'm also sending the information to the home office. So there's, you know, there's a, you, you have to have a series of processes that, so you don't miss a step. And if you, if you write it down and do it the same way all the time, it becomes a habit that you do this and you don't forget it. And that's, that's the only way I can put that point is the fact that you have to be consistent. So every client would get an introduction letter, regardless of what it is. And every client will get a letter even though it was developed for relocation, it, it crosses into regular domestic um, sales from it right in Tampa. Absolutely, because it's that consistency and hoping that, um, you know, having everybody once again educated, right? So that, I mean, I can't even say that enough just because, you know, I've had um, someone not at this company, another company, literally pull up to closing in a brand new car and he's not a first-time home buyer right. you know brand new so what do you do in that sense sign as fast as you can i guess <laughs> exactly. like, oh well you know and, and and the other things it's it's like incorporated into the letters like congratulating them on their closing it is a paragraph talking about don't go buy anything now. Don't change your credit credit situation. Don't go don't go buy a new car. Don't go buy furniture. Don't buy the big screen TV. I mean, we have to have these conversations. I know it sounds really strange, but but the lenders aren't having that that conversation with the people, and it's their loan, and they're not having this. Hey, buddy. Hey, Fred. Don't go. I know you're driving a car that's ten years old. Wait till you after you close to buy the new car. Um, well, because okay, I'm a buyer and I'm all excited, right? I can't wait yeah. to decorate my new house. Right. And I already got clear to close. Yeah. So and, and yeah. part of the part of the problem and with the new finance uh, laws is they're going to check 
five days before closing, they're going to check all the credit worthiness and, and um, employment verification again. And they have to do that. And if they don't do that, you know, they're, they're going against one of the rules of, of the, the loan processes because we had people years ago, they might lose their job a week before closing. Well, they already checked um, employment at the beginning of the thing. So here they are selling a house to somebody who doesn't even have a job. All right, so, so the feds came in after the last recession and changed a lot of these rules. And it's just, when you work in the business such as mortgage, you just think everybody knows the do's and don'ts. And I just assume that nobody knows these. I, ra I rather re say it in a letter to them or say it to them in person, by the way, so you know, don't go and do any of this stuff right now because I don't want to get down five days before closing. You've packed all your furniture and now, and have no, you're given up your apartment and now the lender den denies your loan and you have no place to go. And, you know, my sofa isn't that comfortable. So, you know, that, that's really important. And that's the communication. And sometimes it's, it's an old saying, but sometimes we are doing a little more than we probably should, but we have to, we have to make sure that, especially new home buyers, they don't, you're right, Ashley, they're very happy. Oh, we have room for the 70 inch TV and we have, oh, and we want that sofa we saw at Hudson's and the next thing you know, they've gone out and bought a lot of things on credit and they've, and they've um, killed their back end ratio and now they don't qualify for a loan. Okay, and going off of that, okay, so mortgage experience, that's a big deal right now. Right. And so the eight, the clients usually put us together with everybody that they've touched. Right. Because you're the, you're the ringmaster really. So right. from the, from title companies to mortgage brokers, to the people that inspect your home for pests and, and termite control. So how is it that you um, have an O and mortgage mortgage is a big, big one. So how is it that you um, create that, that experience from the very beginning to the end? Like, especially when it comes to things that necessarily we're, we're not responsible for, right? No. So. You brought up an excellent point. One of the biggest things that I have found is you have to find very reputable people that you're going to recommend for IE inspections, um, you know, uh, what, you know, lenders, you know, you, you know, my, they come to you and they have no lender. They, they don't, they don't know anything. They're first time home buyer. And, and I can, so how only, many people do you recommend and do you put it in writing? Oh yes. Uh, you, I usually will recommend two or three out of each category and explain which one and, and say, Hey, you may call them whatever. And nine times out of 10, I give, I give them the references. They typically don't, you know, but I always put it down here. Here are several people for insurance. Here are several people for inspection, you know, and you kind of go through that with them. Perfect. So, um, especially to like, you know, Ashley, explaining real, quick, real quickly before we go, uh, send communication via letter, i.e. expectations, contract and inspection letter. Is there a generic, generic template that can be used for the basic unit format? Um, no, <laughs> there's no generic format. Um, uh, 
I'm trying to, uh, Dwayne Hudson, Dwayne, Dwayne, if you do me a favor, I got your, I'll, I'll, I'll write your email address. I'll, I'll, I don't have a, we really should actually have some kind of format. I mean, I have the letters, but I, you know, it's, it's, you don't want to, you, you can't, you write a letter in your own voice, all right, and, and what you are, and so you have to kind of redo it anyway, but I can give you kind of what you cover in each letter, and, that, and that'll and that help you put it in your own voice. But obviously, in an introduction letter, um, you're, you're going to talk, you're going to, you're going to say how excited you are that you're going to be working with them would be one paragraph. Second paragraph, let me tell you a little bit about myself since I spent some time on the phone finding out about you. So here's a small paragraph about me. And then three, let's talk about how we go about buying, buying a house as far as, um, you know, making appointments for, for seeing houses. Because some people have, you know, people come from all different areas of the country and believe it or not, they don't work the same way everywhere, all right? You, you know, uh, in some areas of the country, you don't give a deposit on the property until after you do an inspection. But here we give a, you know, a good faith deposit when we're putting the offer in. So it's really important to kind of sit down and talk to them. Here's the process that we're going to go through by, you know, buying, um, buying uh, a house because it's different in different areas we you know we've got the contract you're going to have to give a good faith deposit of about this much money and then you're going to talk about doing inspections and then you're going to talk about financing and everything else like that and how you go about so yeah it's um you know it's a compilation of of the last almost 20 years in real estate trying to figure out and, and i do, um i do because of relocation, Ashley, because sometimes these people are in Korea and you're not really having a, a chance to one-on-one -on -one talking with them until you're re they're really in front of you a few weeks later. So, Awesome. And also, I would really like to throw in there for the whole experience, making sure you are best friends with that mortgage company and that the mortgage loan officer, making sure that you are communicating with them, whether they've gotten the HOA information. We've run into that. Um, quite a few times it's really important to as as you're establishing yourself as a realtor to get good partners in the business that you can rely on and you know inspectors sometimes one will get tied up well you better have two or three that you can refer to and some inspectors are really good at certain things like older homes and some inspectors um you know don't like them so again it's really important to have that um, that network of people. It's all about taking care of the customer. It really is. And making sure that we're um, doing the right thing, you know, being kind to each other and making sure that we um, take care of each other. Mm -hmm. So I know um, Joe mm -hmm. obviously does that. So that's why so many people come back to him. So that's, that's awesome. So just, you just made an extra, you know, 66 grand because people like you. And it's, well, it's way more than that because other you that not all of your business is that it's no. we're talking about all of business, no. you know, it's I, not I, just about that. 10 or 10 or $12 million a year. Um, you know, it, it, it fluctuates from year to year. I try to keep it consistent. Right. And that's what, that's what you do whenever you've been in this business for 13 years. So well, 20 years. <laughs> 20. <laughs> so um, there are a couple questions here, Ash, real quick. 
Um, Joanne, can you send me an email at joediener at c21be.com? And I will help you with that, Dwayne. Sure, I you know what? I'm going to put our email addresses in here. So it, okay. it's just in there. So you have it and you can use it um, anytime you want. Um, next week would be great. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Uh, um. I wanted to get I wanted to get Dwayne's before we okay so yeah so I y'all just I mean I basically we're just talking about making sure that you're taking care of the customer as a whole right mm -hmm. is it that they're going to need to have um uh, you know outbound services that you know is going to um you know going to really take care of them is it what can we help with them with them here and Joe is a really great example of that, and he's a top agent. So that makes a big difference too, because obviously you find value in keeping, you know, all your referrals going. So I wanted to see if anybody had some questions out there, Ash. To you know, we've been talking for forty minutes here, so I just see if there's any other questions out there we might be able to um, to help with or to. Yeah, we've got a lot of friends from that aren't technically with our company. So that's, yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. I think there's one, I think there's a couple from Redwood. They hide a Tina for us. <laughs> you know, I, again, setting back that expectation, I, I, I can't, um, I can't, um, oh, Ashley is, you, you type my Comment email. Panelists. Sorry. Um, you already have my email. Yeah, but, but mine is D-E-A-N-E-R. Um, Setting that expectation, I, I, I talk about that a lot at our sales meetings because that's really when you don't really sit and explain and you got to remember these people are not in the business. They don't do this 70 hours a week. All right. We do. All right. I, know, so, I just thought of something too. Well, I'm VA and I don't have to put anything down. That's a whole nother expectation. Right. Mm -hmm. So the, we do need to make sure you're having those conversations and sometimes they're tough, but yeah. you know, once again, setting the expectations so that they realize, no, that they don't realize as you're writing a contract that they need to come up with $10,000 or that's why, that's why in my letter it says, Hey, you have to have a good faith deposit of around 1% of the value. And some sellers may request more depending on the value of the house. So that's setting the expectation. And, and I go, you know, it's one of the questions, especially VA buyers, you know, they're told, oh yeah, I don't, I don't need anything down, you know? Well, what they don't understand is they don't need anything down for the, for their mortgage, but they do need a deposit. And depending on, you know, and then of course the other thing is their lenders telling them that, oh, the seller will pay all your closing costs. Well, fortunately this market that's almost in possible with you know we just i just pulled the reports we in hillsborough county we have 1.2 months 1.1 months supply on hand of single family homes you know the chances are slim to none that they're going to get closing cost help from a seller uh right now uh unless that house has been on the market for a month or more um i mean they're gone so fast i had i had a client out this weekend and two of the houses they were looking at were already in multiple offers so you know if you have people with need closing costs help they're not gonna they're not even going to be able to compete even with escalation clauses and stuff like that you can only go up so much you got to appraise so and if i'm sitting in your car driving around you want to know that i know that 
and that I'm comfortable with giving 1%. Sometimes it's an uncomfortable, uncomfortable conversation when you're talking with them, like saying, so tell me, you know, has your lender approved you yet? And have they talked to you about closing costs? So you're trying to get an understanding where they are in the process. Sometimes there's such in the beginning that they're really needing your help. They really, they really need to have some kind of guidance. And we're, if you think of a wheel, we're kind of in the middle of the wheel, right? We have, you know, the lender, we have the inspectors, you know, we're, we're in the center of that wheel making that thing go around. And unfortunately we can't get out of that. Even everybody calls the real estate agent when there's a problem, even though it's not our problem. So, um, so make sure you're the one that has that list of the AC people and everything else. Make sure you're the one that they're calling when mm -hmm. they close so that, you yeah. know, that you have that relationship and that help. And I know mm -hmm. that Joe Diener does that. And we've got an awesome team that, you know, has um, lots of resources as well. This um, asking for, Hey, I need a, I need a, um, you know, roofer or any of any of that type thing. So we, um, we aim to please for sure. And I did mean Joe Diener. Yes. Um, I'm glad he can spell his own name. So we're good. And, um, <laughs> So anyways, yeah, so um, I can't type and talk, but yeah, so if you have any questions or anything, and, and like I said, we really try to make it a whole, a whole uh, experience at Century 21 Beggins. Um, Joe's an amazing example of that. So I thank you for everything that you do for these clients, Joe, and all the, all the other people that are at Beggins. I mean, even, you know, our, our, our leadership team is great um, and very helpful and knows their stuff. I think that you could probably figure that out by now. We have a, we have an awesome manage, I mean, a management team. I mean, and the and this, you know, and it's funny because when someone calls me with a question and goes, "Hey, I have this," and I'm like, "You know, that's that's not my expertise, but it is Thomas's or is Chris's or whatever." And and you know, I answer questions. I mean, I get calls all the time from anybody. I don't care if they work for me or you know work in South Tampa or not. I'm very happy to help them. And I think that's just the way the whole team is. Yes, I, I, I've got to say like more, the more than anything, that is, um, that is what we're doing here is once again, trying to create that experience for our clients. And, um, and you know, that's what um, feeds us for sure. So, mm -hmm. um, well, well, you know what, but at the end of the day, we're in yeah. it to help people. I think yeah. that, that if, if everybody has that mindset, we're in it to help people be kind, help people, and the rest of it will come. So have funny, help people make money. <laughs> there we go. Now we've got Jeff Beggins. Okay. Thank you guys. I know everybody probably needs a bio break. Yes, I think so. Okay. Thank you. If anybody has questions, feel free to email us. Enjoy the rest of your time and exciting. I mean, seriously, this is actually really good stuff. I've been listening to all of it myself. They, um, the management team here is amazing. So get all the, you know, Take all your notes that you can. All right. Thank you, Have guys. Have a good day.